Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Senate Republicans push ahead. We've got the votes to confirm the judge before the election. Flip-flopping on coronavirus advice. They now are drawing the fire of incompetency again. Deluge in Texas. So much property lost on the beach in one little storm. Good morning, I'm Peter King in Orlando. With the CBS World News Roundup, there's no let-up in the president's push to name and confirm a Supreme Court nominee to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg before Election Day. Our coverage begins with White House correspondent Ben Tracy. A lot of presidents get none. We've had three. Uh, It's blowing their minds. At yet another packed campaign rally in Ohio Monday night, President Trump teased his Supreme Court pick. Probably Saturday we will announce the nominee. And it's somebody that you're going to have great respect for. The president is pushing to get his nominee on the court in the quickest confirmation since Sandra Day O'Connor was appointed in 1981. I'd rather see it all take place before the election, so before November 3rd. Are you concerned if you lost the election, it would be harder to get the person confirmed? No, I don't think so. CBS News has learned that 48-year-old Amy Coney Barrett, a federal appeals court judge, met with President Trump at the White House Monday. Vice President Mike Pence told Nora O'Donnell that the goal is to install anti-abortion rights judges at all levels. Are you convinced that Judge Barrett would overturn Roe versus Wade? Judge Barrett and the other finalists will interpret the Constitution in a way that's consistent with the great tradition of Justice Antonin Scalia. Former Vice President Joe Biden appealed to some of the same working class voters that elected Mr. Trump in 2016. The simple truth is that Donald Trump ran for office saying he would represent the forgotten men and women in this country. And then once he got in office, he forgot us. CBS's Nancy Cordes has more on the fight brewing in the Senate. We've got the votes to confirm uh, Justice Ginsburg replacement before the election. Senator Lindsey Graham, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, says there will be a vote before November 3rd. The protests have already started. Democrats fear a more conservative court would overturn the Affordable Care Act and Roe v. Wade. The stakes of this vacancy concern no less than the future of fundamental rights for the American people. Democratic VP nominee Kamala Harris could find herself called back to Capitol Hill in the closing weeks of the campaign. Whoever is elected should be making a decision about who sits on the United States Supreme Court. Period. With voting already underway in some states, two Republicans want the party to wait. A third Republican, Utah's Mitt Romney, wouldn't say where he stands yet. But it would take four Republicans to block a vote. And last night, Colorado's Cory Gardner announced he will vote to confirm a qualified nominee. The U.S. coronavirus death toll is within 200 of 200,000. 
And now there's been a radical change in guidance from the CDC. Here's CBS's David Begno. It said that in addition to spreading through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person sneezes or coughs, another main way that the virus can spread is through aerosols, small airborne particles which are produced by talking, breathing, or even singing. It also said the virus can travel further than six feet through the air. But on Monday, the CDC scrubbed that guidance from its website, saying it was a draft that was posted by mistake. Many of us read the draft that was up and thought, wow, they finally get it. This is really good information. Dr. Michael Osterholm is an infectious disease expert at the University of Minnesota. He says that flip-flop, yet again by the CDC, is hurting the agency's credibility at the worst possible time. If they had just left it up, you would have found many of the leading scientists outside of CDC congratulating them for an outstanding job. A public affairs officer who worked for Dr. Anthony Fauci has retired suddenly after the Daily Beast reported he'd used an assumed name to post conspiracy theories and attack the National Institutes of Health on Twitter and on the conservative Red State website. Democrat Michael Bloomberg has reportedly helped raise more than $20 million to help convicted felons in Florida who've served their sentences but can't pay court costs, fines, and restitution, something state law says they have to do before regaining their right to vote this November. Tropical Storm Beta is drenching Texas after making landfall late last night about five miles north of Port O'Connor. The National Hurricane Center says winds are weakening, but it will stall and dump as much as 20 inches of rain with dangerous storm surge along the northeast coast. Renette Todd is with the Calhoun County Sheriff's Office. A tropical storm is just that, but it still has dangerous conditions. Anybody driving and stuff like that, they need to stay home. A University of Hawaii study predicts the state could lose up to 40% of its beaches because of sea levels that could rise nearly a foot over the next three decades. Graduate researcher Cami Tavares. We really need collaboration to decide the future of those beaches, whether we want to protect them. And if we do want to protect them, it's important that we plan sustainable options to transition entire beach developments away from the shoreline. Southern California's Bobcat wildfire is threatening more than a thousand homes northeast of Los Angeles with residents under evacuation orders. It's already destroyed 29 homes and other buildings. That number is expected to rise. Dana Holt says her father went back to their neighborhood. It's really sad. My dad drove up, up the street. He saw probably like six, seven homes. The flames are also threatening Mount Wilson. Fire officials say that fire is only 15 percent contained. In Louisville, Kentucky, the police chief has canceled days off and vacation requests because the state attorney general is about to announce whether or not he'll charge officers who shot and killed Breonna Taylor during a raid on the wrong home back in March. Last week, the city settled a lawsuit with her family for $12 million and the promise of police reforms. In this summer of protests, very few turned ugly here in Florida. And that hasn't stopped Governor Ron DeSantis from introducing a bill to create mandatory minimum sentences for violent protesters and take away any government benefits they may be getting. There were no big protests in Polk County, southwest of Orlando, but Sheriff Grady Judd has still issued this warning. If you loot, the next thing you can try to steal is something off of your food tray at the county jail. For one NFL star, it's a case of giving a gift to a fan while inadvertently giving away too much. 
Don't worry, the story does have a happy ending. Indianapolis Colts linebacker Darius Leonard thought he was making a young fan's day when he handed off his white game gloves after the team's big win over the Minnesota Vikings. What he didn't realize was that the wedding ring he was wearing had slipped into them. A family member of the young boy tweeted a picture of him with the ring looking to return it. Leonard responded to the tweet saying, I need that, adding four laughing emojis. Lisa Mateo, CBS News. The Florida Attorney General's office has announced that it won't appeal a court decision that blocked a video that prosecutors say shows New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft paying for sex at a massage parlor. That means charges against Kraft will likely be dropped. And that's the World News Roundup for Tuesday, September 22, 2020. I'm Peter King, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.